And now it's time for Rod and Reel Radio with your hosts, Hopalong John Cassidy, fresh and saltwater expert angler Stan Vanderberg, and all-around outdoors fishing and hunting enthusiast Wendy Toshihara. If you love the outdoors, enjoy salt or freshwater fishing, this is the show for you. We'll cover most all of the fishing tournaments and events with special reports while providing you with the information you need as to how and where to experience the best fishing opportunities in Southern California, Baja, Alaska, or just about anywhere the fish are biting. We have some fantastic guests and reports lined up for you this evening, so sit back, relax, and get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. It's all right here, right now, on Rod and Reel Radio, the best stop on your radio dial for all the information you need for fishing opportunities all over the United States. Now here's your host, Hop Along, John Cassidy. Thank you, Mark Larson and Southern California. Welcome again to another edition of Rod and Reel Radio. We are live tonight, and it is my pleasure to welcome you to the show. You know, usually I'd say I am the underfished host, but within the next uh, four weeks, I've got three charters planned. So we're <laughs> going to be going out among them and doing them. And I know the gang here at Ron Real Radio, this is the time to be fishing. If you happen to stick your head outside, you notice here in, at least in the Southern California area, it's quite warm. So uh, what a better time to be on the water than it is not only this past weekend, but this coming week. Hey, we got a great show lined up for you tonight. And the reason why I say that is that we are going to be talking with two companies that are producing absolutely the hottest lures in the country run on the fresh side of the aisle. One of the saltwater side of the aisle. Let me tell you what's in store for you tonight. We've got Chris Shaplock. He is a marketing coordinator for Nomad Tackle. And if you are a saltwater guy, you probably got introduced to Nomad Tackle fishing the Chug Norris or some of the other uh, flat fall and knife jig products that they have. You maybe got introduced to them by fishing with their uh, their new um, uh, flying fish lure. And then the latest thing to come down the pike, and it's not a new lure, but, man, it is catching everyone by wildfire. It is the uh, nomad, what they call the, um, the mad back. And we're going to learn all about these lures. If you haven't heard about the, the mad mac, if you are a bluefin tuna fisherman, you're going to want to know all about this. And the second hour of Rod and Reel Radio, hey, Crispin Polly is going to be with us. His name you don't know, but Crispin is the vice president of fishing for GSM Outdoors. He has been assigned to oversee not only Yamamoto baits, which is probably the hottest bait you can use if you're a freshwater angler, but also, they have just procured their second freshwater company, and we're going to find out all about that. When we had uh, Zach Henderson on with us a few months ago, he was saying that GSM, even though they are into hunting and shooting, they were going to make their presence known in the fishing industry, and they are doing that. So we'll find out all about what's happening with them. But before we get on with tonight's show, let me introduce to you the co-host of Rod and Real Radio. First of all, this individual is the voice of 1-800-BASS-BOAT. Pretty darn good fresh and saltwater angler in his own right. 
Mr. Stan Vandenberg. Stan, good evening. Good evening, John, Wendy, everybody. And fresh back from Lake Crowley, cruised up there Wednesday, threw the boat on the water, made sure everything worked. Got up early <laughs> and got in line on Thursday morning uh, with uh, about 100 cars uh, ready for what we call the finest annual trout invitational tournament. Um, this was our 38th event, 38th annual event, 38 years we've been doing this. Probably, I don't know, 200 and some odd guys. I don't know exactly the count, but we had a load at the fairgrounds for our banquet last night. And Wendy was one of the, the people that participated with us with uh, Iserline was one of the uh, sponsors of our event. Thank you. Thank you, Wendy. Sure thing. Well, <laughs> yeah, let's Stan. Let, we're going to talk about your event and also a special treasure trove of <laughs> stuff, oh, stuff. <laughs> that you have come across. But first, let's introduce our listening audience to our other co-host. She is the national sales manager for Iserline represents many other fine products in the fishing industry. It's our own Wendy Toshihara. Wendy, welcome. How's everything with you tonight? I'm doing good. I did a little gardening this weekend and did a little house cleaning. And on Friday, I got out on the water with one of my friends. Wow, that's neat. Well, first of all, let me ask you about the gardening because you are out there, and I don't know how many varieties of dragon fruit <laughs> You are, uh, you are nurturing. Um, how, many, how many varieties is that, Wendy? I have 22 different varieties. <laughs> Wendy, you must be one of the most regular people on the coast when those things come into bloom. Uh, what, when is your first fruit due, and what do you do with a lot of this fruit that you have? Well, so during COVID, this, is, this was my uh, how to keep busy during COVID, so uh, I ended up going a little crazy, bought all these dragon fruit, and uh, they are finally uh, fruiting. So I, right now I have uh, 11 fruits from three different um, varieties, and hopefully within 30 days I'll have some dragon fruit to eat. Right. Hey, just as a note, too, uh, PBS has a show called The Growing Thing. And it's on normally on Friday nights. I'm sure it's on the PBS station up there in Los Angeles. But there is one segment with a gal, and I forgot her name. The whole show is dedicated to the commercial production of dragon fruit. So go to your PBS station. Uh, go to a show called The Growing Thing. I think you can probably view that show that had to do with dragon fruit because especially with her own Wendy Toshihara being uh, involved with it. I thought it was immensely interesting. The, the production, the history, and all the different varieties of dragon fruit and how, how now that is becoming actually a commercial crop, Wendy. Yeah, we actually have a friend, a guy that uh, used to um, fish with Merritt. Um, actually, I think uh, he, they deckhanded together. Uh, he actually has a, a dragon fruit farm in San Carlos, Mexico. Okay. Well, these were all uh, farms that were located in the Southern California area. I think there was one in, uh, obviously, in Temecula, another one in Escondido, and then uh, another one a little farther north, sort of like in your area, like in Irvine. So anyway, hey, Stan, 
let's get on to what you were doing. You're just coming on back from an annual event that you have been a part of, obviously, for many, many years. And then before we came on the air, you were telling us about a real find that you came across. So why didn't you take it away from here? Well, the uh, the event is pretty special. The this finest annual trout invitational tournament, thirty eight uh, years in in Bishop and in Crowley, uh, and the group of guys is like no other in the in the United States. We donate more fish back to the Sierras than we ever caught. Um, we donate a lot of money to Ronald McDonald Association and and other uh, events up there, but we've been involved with restocking the Sierra with, you know, 50 or 60,000 brown trout where, when the DFG, everybody quit stocking that. Um, but we're still buying fish. We had a collection at our tournament where um, we all throw some money in. We collected probably, there was one gentleman got the, the one, a thousand dollars or something like that for the big fish, donated that and another, 500 bucks on top of that just to buy trout to restock Crowley and, and the lakes up there. So we come up with about well, close to three grand just to restock Crowley with fish. Um, Sweet. Had a great time with the guys up there. Every year is so different in fishing. Right now, I, I got to tell you, gang, Crowley is fishing as tough as I have ever seen it in my life. It's not for lack of fish. There's You'll meet her a lot, but... They are tougher than nails because it is so warm up there. The water temperature at 25 feet is 62 degrees. That's mm. that's incredibly warm for, for the Sierra. So these fish are a lot deeper, and they're just lethargic as all get out already. So we'll see what happens when the spawn goes off and, and that takes off. It was, uh, it was tough fishing. Um, I, I got seven fish the first day and only two the, the second, only one fish each day that weighed over two and a half pounds. Uh, big, my biggest one was a three, three, one rainbow, but, um, we had uh, uh, some great fishings for some of the guys, the two man team that won it, Greg Gonzer and Jay Forrester had, uh, uh, 27 and a half pounds for the two-day five fish limit each day, which is a pretty good thing, uh, a weight for us. That beat my old record at 24-7. So it's, uh, it was really fun to watch them or talk to them. They were, and they were using worms sitting in um, 19 to 21 feet. Um, they did a great job on that part. We had uh, Jim Leonetti, who is, he has won three. We, if you get the big fish of this tournament, you get this really ugly white jacket with a fish on the back. Mm-hmm. And I have wanted one for 38 years and don't own one yet. <laughs> but a gentleman, Jim Leonetti, uh, won his third one. He's got the hat trick, and he's the only one that ever that's ever done it three times with a four-pound, nine-ounce brown. And he did it jerking a Rapala, uh, which is probably the biggest way to get him. i got to say thank you to uh, Michael Galindo, from Bridgestone Tires, and and uh, he came up and sponsored not only our tournament, but they have a golf tournament beforehand, and he gave golf balls to all the guys who were in the thing at the event there, too. So, I mean, we really had a great time. Uh, the city of Bishop really turns out and helps um, uh, with all of the getting ready at the fairgrounds and whatever else. Uh, I get to give away the St. Croix is a spot, my sponsor for freshwater for God knows 25 years or more. And um, so I give away 
the a fishing rod to the kids each day, whichever kid under 16 uh, catches the biggest trout. So this year we only had one. We had a bunch of the kids up there, the winners from last year, whatever else, but fishing was so tough they didn't get any. So the only guy that won one was a guy named Finley Burkus, and he got a three pound, six ounce bow. Good for you, Finley. I guess wow. he, he won a, a brand new $120 St. Croix spinning rod and uh, got himself a hat and look, was good looking on the way out. Uh, it even won a, a an ice chest that he can use for next year's event, he said. So he, he was all in, but we had a great time. Uh, our group of guys have been working in the Sierras. Steve Marty was a part of that. He started the the brown trout restocking area up there in Bridgeport, which is still going today. Um, a lot of great people. Uh, uh, John Fred Fredericks, he, uh, Fredrickson, he owns, uh, used to own the June Lake Marina and uh, that concession and the Crowley Lake concession. But he sold it, and now the new owners, uh, Adam and uh, Abby Thomason, they have done a great job of taking care of all of us. Thank you, thank you, thank you to the gang up there. With that many people uh, involved for the three days or four days of everybody's launching boats and trying to figure out what to do, it was a ton of fun. And thank you to the city of Bishop for taking care of us once we got down into town for our, uh, our banquet. It was a great time, and a good time was had by all. Well, great. Now, just uh, quickly, uh, Stan, uh, we've got about uh, two or three minutes before the break. Uh, uh, someone graced you with uh, a little special cache of uh, memorabilia, let's say, from the fishing past. Tell us about that. I have got, I was handed two boxes from a gentleman that owned a tackle shop way back when, passed away and gave it to one of my friends that goes long range fishing with me, lives up there. And now I've got two boxes worth of all of this stuff that's a lot of it's collectible i've got a ted williams berkeley little pamphlet no kurt gowdy i beg your pardon a kurt gowdy uh pamphlet from berkeley on how to tie knots we've got i've got in the in the bags ned gray cheese rigs <laughs> that you haven't seen for a million years um the Glenn Evans special lake rig, you know, they come in where you get some leader line and a, and a salmon egg hook or whatever it is tied onto it. Um, bobbers, all kinds of, of stuff that you can't find anymore. So uh, what did I what, what came up with? The, oh, Brawley lures. That haven't been around for a while. They've got Brawley tail spins in here. Compact swivels by the bazillions. <laughs> it's just a treasure trove and a lot of it's really collectible that would be wall hanger stuff in, in your, your tackle shop because I've got a genuine, genuine shop triple teasers on the card and the full card of these triple teasers that have never been sold. So I, I don't know what all this stuff is worth, but I've, there's some lures that I've never heard of. I've got a, a Luxor spinning reel, which is in pretty good shape all in all and and i'm sure that's it was one of those way back wins about a 50, 1950s style so my little tre treasure trove of goodies is pretty fun to look at and i'm gonna have to do some homework to find out what i got and where I, who wants it <laughs> who knows if there is a uh, special trout lure that uh, you used to use with your granddad you might want to get a hold of stan because 
it could be that he is the only one on the planet that has any of these anymore. Well, I'll tell you what, there was there were some bass lures in there that uh, you haven't seen for ever. You know, I mean, I, and still in the box, old bombers and and it was I, I there was a a rebel like jerk bait that I have never seen that color before. And there I'm going, well, some of this stuff has got to be worth a nickel to somebody. I just got to figure out who. <laughs> All right. Well, Stan, congratulations. Great effort with uh, your group up there and making sure that uh, generations from now will be catching uh, brown trout and all kinds of neat types of things there at Crowley Lake and in the high Sierras. Uh, congratulations on that. And a great effort that you guys put forth. Well, thank you. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, every one of the guys up there enjoys the, the entertainment of the trolling around, trying to figure out what lure was it Tasmanian is a rebel Rapala is a, you know, a little jerk baits, Japanese things you can't find anywhere else. I mean, it's a great, adventure up there trying to figure out what they want and wendy the perch are starting to go they had one up to two nine was the biggest way seen all right oh hey, nice hey guys we got to take a break right now we're going to get on with the show here uh after this commercial break chris shoplock from nomad tackle usa is going to be with us so stay tuned there's still a lot more ron real radio to come after these messages Hi, Roland Martin here. I'd like to tell you a little about Gary Yamamoto and the Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait Company. It all started with an idea, then a dream, and in 1983, the Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait Company was formed. If you know Gary Yamamoto like I do, and I've known him since 1983, you know he has a passionate love for the sport of fishing. That love is only matched by his obsession to design and produce the highest quality soft plastic fishing lures on the market today. Every bait Gary makes is inspected by hand. Today, more than two and a half million packages of bait are shipped worldwide. On behalf of Gary and his staff, he wants to thank his customers for thinking so highly of his products and wishing you the great success at the sport of fishing. Whether you fish for fun or fish the tournament circuits like I do, you'll honor Gary for making Gary Yamamoto custom baits a key part of your fishing experience. Take it from me, Roland Martin. When I'm in need of a go-to bait, my first choice is a Gary Yamamoto custom bait. Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one fishing, hunting, and shooting sports retailer, now has 28 locations. Turner's is your one-stop shop for fishing tackle, hunting gear, and everything for shooting sports. Turner's offers a full selection and unmatched prices on the gear you need. Whether you're planning a fishing trip with the family or chasing giant tuna, Turner's highly skilled staff will make sure you have the gear for your next adventure. Visit turners.com to find a Turner store near you and be sure to join the Turner's Discount Club to get weekly ads and specials right to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman, your one-stop shop for all your fishing needs. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
Since being established in 2015, CCA has achieved great success for the entire sport fishing industry in the fight for our right to fish here in California. 2021 brought us plenty of success, but every year brings new battles, and we need your help. One of the best ways to help support CCA Cal is to join us and become a member, because strength is certainly in our numbers. Become a member today by logging on to joincca.org. Membership starts at $35 per year, and that is one of the best ways to help us while you go fishing. Hi, this is Lori Heath. You may know me from some of the fishing boats out of San Diego. I want to talk to you about something that's really close to my heart. Did you know that when you donate blood, you're not only helping others, you're also helping yourself. Donating blood lowers the risk of heart attacks in men by more than 70%, lowers the risk of developing cancer, and helps you maintain a healthy liver. So donate blood to help someone else and to help yourself. If you can't donate, you can still make a difference with the financial gift. It's the best way to give back. Hook, line, and sinker. And for more information and to make a financial donation or an appointment, visit San Diego Blood Bank. Dot org. That's the San Diego Bloodbank.org. And just to let you know, I'm also a blood donor. The warm weather is here and our lakes and rivers are brimming. Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket. And make sure everyone with you puts one on too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Dan Vandenberg, Wendy Toshihara, and myself, we want to welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. You know, it seems like every season there is a lure du jour that comes on out, that one lure everybody <laughs> has to have that just no one can find because even some of the manufacturers, even though that lure had maybe been out for a couple of seasons, are kind of taken by surprise when all of a sudden, this lure hits the fan. Well, this company has seemingly had one great lure every season for the past few seasons here, especially for those bluefin tuna. So I thought we better get them on the show, just find out what's happening, get a little bit of rundown on what we need to know on some of the products that they're making. We're going to speak with Chris Shoplock. He is the marketing coordinator for Nomad Tackle USA. And Chris, Welcome to Rod and Real Radio. Oh, man, thank you very much. Thanks thanks a whole bunch for having us. You know, you must feel like Mother Hubbard right now with uh, uh, some of the products that are just screaming out here on the West Coast when it goes to, and we had absolutely no idea that, yeah, we knew the product was good, but the demand for them was going to be as high as it is. And congratulations on that. You have come up with a way to catch bluefin tuna that no one thought was possible. But before we do that, Nomad Lures, especially USA, originally from Australia, can you give us just a, a little summary about the uh, the operation and how it got to where it is today? Sure, sure. Um, I could do it in an Australian accent if you want me to. Why? Okay. <laughs> um, but that's because that's where we came from. Um, in 2000, um, our owner, Damon Olson, um, he started Nomad um, Sport Fishing Adventures, and it took him about five years um, for him to – he ended up building an 80-foot mothership that he took out of Australia, out of, like, the Brisbane area, out to the Coral Sea where they'd have several tenders, uh, uh, center console boats attached to it, and they'd be out fishing 
you know, where not too many fish had ever even seen a lure before. And uh, 2005, he had that operation up and running. And um, the one problem was some of these fish were so big and nasty that um, uh, they would break stuff. They would break most lures. And Damon also happens to be a computer um, computer aided design engineer and a natural tinker. So he ended up you know, uh, making his own lures because when you, when you, when you break a lure, you can't just, you know, uh, get on the plane and fly back to Brisbane and buy another one, you know? So that's how he started making his lures. And, um, like anything else, you know, the secrets don't stay secret very long and, and other guys started picking it up. And, you know, um, by the time 2000, like 10, 11 rolled around, we were rocking and rolling. We started making lures and it was uh, off to the races. You know, Chris, what is, the you know i know you have a wide variety of lures that you have on the market and there are a number of them that we're using out here in southern california on these bluefin tuna that are dynamite but if you want to say if there was one lure that you guys uh marketed and sold here in the united states or even out here on the west coast that just put you on the map as being a viable lure manufacturer, especially with a product that translated to the fish that we have. It, could you put your finger on one? Well, it, you know, it was probably a two-prong approach because uh, in 2017, we, we attended ICAST and, um, you know, we, we brought our stuff out and, you know, people that, you know, when you see something, you just know it's going to work. And, and people love some of the things we did. I, I would have to say our DNA would be the DTX uh, trolling minnow. Um, however, that probably wasn't as big on the West Coast right at first as it was, say, in Florida. They just fell in love with it in Florida instantly. Um, and um, uh, uh, on your end, uh, with a lot of that was uh, some of the jigs, the streaker jigs and such. You guys probably adopted those pretty quickly. But I guess if our DNA and so much comes off of that DTX, because we have something on there that's patented. Um, it's called it's our auto it's our auto tune uh, line tie point, uh, and what that does is the um, uh, where the line ties to the bill, um, it's it, it it moves. It's it's free floating. So this lets the this lets the lure correct when it's being trolled under tremendous speeds or strain, and it helps it run straight. Um, and we've actually taken that feature and we've, we've moved that out into all sorts of different baits um, within the range. So uh, the long answer to your short question would probably be our DTX swimming minnows. Now, Chris, Stan, I'm going uh, to give this over to you because I think it was in uh, 2017. We were at the Fred Hall show. We did uh, some recorded interviews and uh, you came up to me and you said, John, and Wendy, you you've got to see the lures that this guy has. His name is Damon. They're from Australia, and this thing is going to revolutionize fishing here in Southern California. And Stan, I think you're one of the first guys to recognize that, and you were right on spot. Well, I've got a chance, <laughs> being that I've been doing it forever. You know, you see something that looks like it might work. That's one thing. When you see something that you know. As you walk through the aisles of the Fred Hall Show, I mean, I came up with the cowbell. It wasn't really a cowbell. I just named it that, and it ended up being called the cowboy <laughs> cowbell. From, oh, wow. Uh, that was you, huh? <laughs> that was me, yeah, at Daryl. Yeah, Daryl uh, over there at Valleyhood, I was looking for it, and it looked like a cowbell when you held it. You'd rattle back and forth, and I sent 70 guys over there to buy the thing and wiped him out. 
Um, but when I came up on on the table where these nomads were, Damon's were there. So I got a chance to talk with him, and I go, this thing is going to really put a dent in this Wahoo fishing out here. And it did. So he gave me, uh, I think, four baits to take on my long-range trip after that, and they worked great. Um, they had some uh, tuning tuning problems after you caught one or two fish on them but you could still get them to work and depending on the speed of the troll that you were uh, that you're doing the fish just chewed the heck out of the thing so yeah we got a yeah they get, they get beat up and you know um sadly enough the the first generation dtx minnows we had some issues one problem of sort of being on the leading edge is you know sometimes there's a little bit of blood <laughs> um and uh, we had some tie point issues with that auto tune that we corrected fairly quickly so um, they stay in tune much better uh, than they had in the past, and now they're now they're just they're just they're just rock solid. Well, yeah. you know the one thing about wahoo fishermen, especially in my group of guys, we've been doing it a long, long time since '91 or whatever it is. I've run anywhere from two to three or four a year, but um, we you get down there, and the one thing you really want to catch is those wahoo. They're hard to get on the boat, and hard to hook, and hard to get on the boat. Uh, and if you can get one on the troll, even better, because that's a bonus round. And it didn't yeah. make any difference yeah. to these guys. You know, they would they would run them until they broke. Um, yeah. That that was the yeah. deal. And, and they were happy about that, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's a it's a tough game we play. You know, and you you spend six hundred dollars on ice and two thousand dollars on fuel. And and you know, when you're catching a, a fish like a wahoo, and that's coming over the rail, and it's, you know, lures banging on the deck, you know, sometimes you'd like to have your old trusty lure that you could take with you forever and always, but sometimes those things are casualties of war, especially Wahoo, man, <laughs> and uh, Wahoo just absolutely destroy them, and especially the Mad Max, the Wahoo are just, uh, they're just savage with that bait. Wow. You know, let's, uh, let's kind of fast forward over here. Uh, you know, Nomad had been around, and there were lures that came out, but it just seemed like it was two seasons ago. The fishermen here in Southern California were learning and looking for different ways to catch these bluefin tuna, especially it was most frustrating to come up on acres and acres and acres of foaming fish and you throw everything in your brother at them and the tuna would ignore it. And then you came up and the fishermen discovered a popper that was made by uh, Nomad Lures it was called the Chug Norris. And Chris, if you can, can you tell us about this product? How did you ever get that name? How do you keep uh, uh, that name with the uh, uh, the patent infringements that might be involved? Uh, tell us a little <laughs> bit about it. Well, really good lawyers. No, no. Um, it's actually Chug, <laughs> C-H-U-G. Um, so that, uh, that kind of gets us out of the way. We don't use any sort of... Uh, we don't use any direct correlation to, uh, to, 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 to Mr. Norris. And so I think, you know, we don't put his likeness on it or anything else, but what we, what we knew is that we had, again, a lure, yeah, bluefin, but uh, some of the stuff over, you know, it, it, you know, in the coral sea and stuff, it's just savage fish. And we needed something that was going to be as strong as good old Chuck Norris. And so we came out with Chug Norris and uh, just a beast of a lure. Um, very, very strong. And obviously, you know, um, popping, you know, I'm from Jersey. It's kind of fun that we're, you, you know, you're in California and I'm in New Jersey and we're talking about Australia and the world has really shrunk. And it's, 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 it's definitely pretty cool, but we have a huge jig and pop bite out here in Jersey. 
Um, and those top waters, man, they just uh, to me when it comes to tuna fishing, I don't know that there's a better <laughs> there's a better bite when you know when a bluefin just skies on one of those things and and you're off to the races. It's it's awesome. You know the cool part about our sport is we share information. And I got like six boat captains from the East coast to come out here to fish with me on long range trips, just to pick up the tips that we use that they don't have back there yet, or they're not using. Um, right. And then some of the stuff for, that they've been using on the, the bigger bluefin, cause you're in shallow water out here, you know, that you can get them you know, a bite and you're in 300 feet of water. You're fishing 120 feet back there. And when the fish takes off, you're a thousand feet out. So um, it's a, it's a different sport on our end, but it's been a great learning curve from both sides. And it was I agree. fun for me to be involved with, you know, introdu- the introduction of the Nomad to, to our group of guys and have them use them and come back. And, and everybody wanted one. I mean, everybody wanted to buy one. It was, you know, it was one of those things when you find something that works, you you got to go get it, and if you're a long range fisherman, you're paying five grand to go play. You want one, you want every angle you can get. Absolutely, absolutely. You want to you, you it's just you want to have that confidence too that you you know that this thing is going to catch it. If you get it near the fish, that they're going to eat. And again, when you're on one of those long range trips, yeah, <laughs> you want to eliminate as many uh, uh, you know you want to make it as high a percentage play as possible. You know, Chris, uh, oh, we are speaking with Chris uh, Shoplock. He is the marketing coordinator for Nomad Lures USA. And Chris, thanks for being with us. I'm happy we don't have to be uh, waking up anybody in Australia to be talking with them. But I'm I'm sure that your communications back and forth with them, sometimes not only the time lag, but then you don't even know what day it is can be difficult. <laughs> That's right. It's it's ten thirty tomorrow morning there, <laughs> my time. <laughs> so, yeah, it's um, uh, it, it can be uh, it can be a challenge for sure. Um, it can be a challenge, but again, it's a small company, so some days they come in early. Um, some days we stay out late, and you know we get our conference calls done and our Zoom stuff, and uh, yeah, it's 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 uh, it's an interesting dynamic for sure. Chris, how are the lures uh, coming here to the United States? Uh, are they being flown out here? Do they come on uh, cargo well, ships? You, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I doubt this is I doubt this is unique to Nomad. But I mean, any any way we've literally flown them on planes, and I don't mean like air freight. I mean like buy a seat, like and and bring streaker jigs out. You know, um, and it's we've done planes. We've, you know, when we try to do it right, we try to do it by, you know, container. You know, we have a big distribution center in Dallas and everything comes out of there. So product that is being shipped to our dealers or to our customers is coming out of the U.S. You know, they don't have to wait uh, to get it from Australia. Um, So, you know, we've done everything we possibly can to try and, you know, minimize some of these supply chain issues. But uh, like everything else, it's been uh, it's been um, an ongoing challenge. Well, you know, and I know that and I know you're setting up distribution here uh, that uh, dealers that want to handle your product that aren't familiar with you can go direct. But now you've got we got people out here in the West Coast like uh, uh, Mark at uh, Pacific Tackle that shops can go to. And you've worked out a deal with them where you're supplying them with uh, great product and they're distributing it more and more to dealers uh, all over the uh, the Southwest here and actually throughout the country. So thank you for helping us uh, get that product uh, in our hands by making it as available as you can. 
and we we made a, a very big exception for for California. Um, we've got a really good rep. Dale Hightower is just amazing. Um, you bet. The Hightower brothers are just amazing. And um, so we don't use distribution for anybody but there. So everything else is dealer direct. Um, so, you know, um, it's a special, obviously, it's a special situation. So we're happy we can help. Yeah. Uh, uh, listen, guys, I think uh, we're about ready to take a commercial break. Uh, hey, th- there are a few more lures and a couple of other things that I'd like to find out about uh, Nomad Tackle USA. Chris, uh, can we get you to stay over for just a little bit longer? Absolutely. No problem at all. All right. Hey, we are speaking with uh, Chris uh, Shoplock. He is the marketing coordinator for Nomad Tackle USA. And, uh, you know, you're familiar with the lures that they sell, uh, the Chuck Norris, uh, the Buffalo, uh, 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 you know, drop uh, lure. There's a couple of new lures that they've got out on the market, and there's one that's not a new lure, but one that has hit Southern California with uh, like a, a train against a brick wall. We're going to find out more about that. But first, these commercial breaks. So stay tuned. We'll be back in a few moments. Hi, this is Jim Trelikas. Whether you're an avid angler or custom rod builder like me, you need to team up with the leading innovator in rod building related products, Batson Enterprises. From rain shadow rod blanks, engineered by anglers for anglers, to quality rod components supplied by Alps and Forecast, Batson Enterprises will enhance the quality of your fishing and rod building experience. Batson Enterprises for many years has excelled in incorporating rod building technologies and techniques into every product sold. Owner Bill Batson has assembled one of the finest group of in-house professionals to assist you with your every rod building question or need. So take it from me, Jim Trelikas, when my customer's expectation is for me to build them the finest fishing rod their money can buy, I turn to Batson Enterprises for the best rod components my money can buy. Hi, this is John, and I'd like to invite you to the new Angler's Arsenal location in Lakeside, California. We put together a staff of experts that'll help you find the tackle and gear you need at a price you can afford. We carry all major brands, and if you need custom work done, we can do that for you with both rods and reels. How about servicing your old equipment? No problem. We can do it quickly, easily, at a price you can afford. We also do custom hand-poured plastics through Western Plastics. Design the lure of your dreams and catch the fish that have been getting away. So come and visit us in Lakeside. We're at 12255 Woodside Avenue. Or you can visit us at anglersarsenal.com. If you need to call us, we're at 619-466-8355. See you there. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel specially heat treated to make them light and extra strong but not brittle. The Gamakatsu sharpening process is the most modern in the world and results in a perfectly conical point that is unequaled in sharpness. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing, drop shot, extra wide gap, worm hooks, finesse wide gap, and a lot more. Gamakatsu has a hook for whatever style of fishing you want to do. Don't waste your time on a cheap hook. Ask for Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. 
There's nothing more peaceful than fishing. Just me, my pole, and some bait. Oh, and my life jacket, of course. I like fish, but I don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Are you looking for a quality fishing experience out of Cabo San Lucas for you, your family, and friends, but are a little set back with what charter company to choose? We urge you to use American and family-owned Lands and Charters. Lands and Charters offers their passengers affordable and all-inclusive services on a variety of vessels and trips. Fish with the latest of fishing gear while experiencing the hospitality of a long-time-owned family business. Go to LensAndCharters.com to see all of their vessels and amenities available. Call Cobble, Greg, or Jenny at 800-281-5778 when you're ready for an action-packed Cabo fishing experience. Hey, everybody. This is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fish at Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419, or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. Rod Real Radio is brought to you by BajaBound.com Insurance Services. Are you driving to Mexico? You can buy and print out your Mexican auto insurance policy online in the convenience of your own home or office in minutes. Now with BajaBound.com's easy-to-use website. After printing your auto insurance, check out the BajaBound.com site. There, too, you will find great travel tips and information to help you get the most out of your next road trip south of the border. So this is an important fact to remember. Use BajaBound.com. It's the easiest way to find and get Mexican auto insurance. If you're serious about your fishing, choosing the right tackle is one of the most important decisions you'll ever make. Iserline makes premium fishing lines including monofilament, Dacron, Spectra, fluorocarbon, battle-tested harnesses, and top-angler tested Iserline tools and accessories. Iserline premium fishing products are created to provide you with the ultimate in strength, dependability, durability, high abrasion resistance, low stretch, and high quality. All Iserline products are 100% guaranteed against manufacturing defects. You just can't buy better value. Iserline will replace or repair at their option. No questions asked if you're not pleased with any of their product. Catch what you've been missing. Quality guaranteed. Rod and Real Radio is now available as a podcast you can subscribe to on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Get notified as soon as new episodes are available. Or go back and listen to our past shows. Browse through all of our archive shows at roddenreelradio.com slash archives and click the subscribe button to get started listening now. Dan, Wendy, and I, we thank you for listening, and we welcome you back to Ron Real Radio. Our special guest this hour is Chris Shoplock, and he is the marketing coordinator for Nomad Tackle here in the USA. And Chris, I know uh, you are not out here on the West Coast, so we, we appreciate you taking the time uh, to be with us uh, on Ron Real Radio. Awesome. I, I've been looking forward to it all day. <laughs> great. I love it. <laughs> That's great. Hey, you know... Chris, uh, Nomad has come out with some really, really distinctive lures. Uh, 
Can you tell us a little bit about the design process? Is it because of the fact these come out of Australia and the conditions there are maybe a lot more, uh, you know, demanding than what we might find in other parts of the country uh, that uh, your engineers have come on out, design products that if they figure if they work off the Australia coast, they'll work anywhere in the world. Yeah, well, and that's the theory, right? Um, <laughs> um, I've been in the uh, fishing business for quite a while. Um, worked with some some very some of the very biggest companies, and uh, um, I've also seen a lot of smaller companies. And one thing that happens is is they get sort of um, offered products from different factories from different places around the world, and they're 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 shown, and so do we. We're shown this awesome new lure. Would you like to try to do it? And we have never done that. Our tagline is literally what we do and our tagline is crafted by experience everything that we make we completely designed uh, conceptualized designed um, engineered tested r&d back and forth and you know um, damon is just well known um, for being just a stickler an absolute stickler for detail so every single thing that he builds he builds it he sees a need for it Um, he sees an improvement i think the flying fish is a perfect example of that um, and he, and he takes and, and he, he makes it. And again, that's why I said, sometimes being on the, you know, the leading edge can be, can be a bit rough because you know, we get these ideas and when it meets the real world and real anglers, sometimes, you know, things need to go back to the drawing board, but we wouldn't have it any other way. Everything we do is, is purpose built and crafted by experience. You know, I got right. a comment on that too, because that first round uh, of baits we took out in test drove, they were a little rough and they had some, so, but, but he, he asked me, to stay in touch and tell me, uh, tell him what I thought, you know, and I got back and I had several things. I go, I think this could be done differently. Maybe this could be changed a little bit. You don't, don't do it too much. But the, the fact that you have a company and a guy who listens and actually wants to make that thing better proves to the fact that it's still here today and it's still working and guys love fishing them. You know, you don't have that with every company that you you get a chance. Oh, no, to no, no. And listen, again, I've been involved in, in, in the past and we would get something from very well-respected captains, outstanding tournament anglers, maybe, or just somebody with a good idea or a good improvement. And it, it got to a point where I wouldn't even bother telling them. It's just nothing we ever said would matter. And one of the things I loved about this company and one of the reasons I joined up is, is, is Damon will, will stop production if, if he hears that something's not right or if there's a better way to do it. And I just love that. I think it's great. Yeah, well, Chris, you, met, you mentioned I'll send you the next round. Yeah, yeah. You get a chance to, to continue that that relationship. We I took him on last year's trip too. Come to think of it, I, I had four to give away. So all hey, good. Chris, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, lure that I've been kind of teasing over here that uh, has taken the West Coast by storm. Uh, actually, it was the fishermen in Mexico that uh, I think first stumbled uh, upon this as how effective it was for bluefin tuna. And they were uh, calling up shops in the, in the United States, trying to pick them on up and were picking them on up. And then all of a sudden the shops there in the United States said, Hey, what's happening with this? They, they got informed by the, uh, the Mexican fleet that these things are catching bluefin tuna in a way that you have not thought, that they could be caught. And that's the uh, Nomad Mad Mac. Tell us a little bit about this lure and how it's being used that makes it 
so unique to most any other lure that we're fishing out here right now. Yeah, that's a that's a special lure. That body, um, the body shape, actually kind of runs through several of our other lures. Even on our freshwater side, it's such an effective shape, and we also use that auto tune tie point with it. <clears throat> Except this is this is more of a you know the the tie point is on the top of the bait. This is a non build bait. Um, it's uh, almost looks like a lipless, a giant lipless crankbait, a 14 ounce <laughs> lipless crankbait. Um, that you control at tremendous speeds. And again, that auto tune lets you get, you know, I mean, we're talking 15 knots is completely reasonable to expect to be trolling a 14 ounce bait. Um, uh, uh, we also have them in uh, two other smaller sizes and they just, they just, they swim, they swim straight, fast and deep. And uh, I mean, you talk Wahoo, boy, the, 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 the people out, you know, the, in the, the Gulf and, uh, you know, out of like Venice and such and, and Florida, just all over the Wahoo with that, with that lure. And it, it really took off. You're right. We started hearing, we started getting, um, Larry Brown started sending us pictures of some stuff out of Mexico. And next thing I knew people were calling me up, calling in favors, old friends. Hey, uh, can you get me some, some of those Mad Max? I can't find any of them. And that's kind of how we, we figured out how crazy things were going. So it's, uh, a tremendous lure, not a lot to go wrong with it. It's one big solid piece. You know, it's, it's going to stand up to more abuse than our DTXs, um, which is just a little bit more of a, uh, not quite as just a big absolute chunk that the Mad Max is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think we've just started to scratch the surface of what that lure can do with different species in different places. But for right now, the bluefin are just crushing them out there. I'm seeing reports that are just <laughs> insane. You know, Chris, not only the fact, I think it, it comes in three sizes. The the biggest size, as you say, is 14 ounces. And you figure that's a heck of a, a, a piece of plastic to throw out there. And, and bluefin are notorious for not eating plastics. I, I had a private boater come into the shop looking to see if we had any left in stock, which we don't. He was using the the big size. I think it's a two, 240 uh, is the what it's called. Yep. He says that uh, in the past month, they've gotten nine bluefin trolling this lure. They, you know, they troll it at about 10 knots and three of those fish were triple digit fish. So, this is something that goes down to get them. Uh, tell us just quickly the different sizes and how deeply this lure can be used. Does it go deeper as you go faster, or what? Sure, sure. Um, the that we have a we have 160, and this this refers to millimeters, how long it is. We have 160, uh, which is basically a six inch. Um, that's around six ounces. You control that thing literally up to about 20 knots. That's not going to get, it's around five to 12 feet. Um, we have a 200, um, which is about eight, eight inches. So again, 200 millimeters, about eight inches. Uh, this one's a, uh, you know, a little bit heavier. It's, it's almost 12 ounces. Same thing between five and 12 feet. A lot has to do on rigging, uh, uh, honestly. Um, and then, um, the 240, that'll get, you know, uh, that's 14 ounces and that can be trolled up to 15 knots and that'll get down to 15 feet fairly easily. Again, the tremendous amount of strain, um, and speed, the rigging has to be very clean. Um, I know people will have issues if like they try to say, put it on a snap, you know, like a coast lock snap, or we really like to see nice, clean crimps 
not a lot of tag ends. It's just the the hydrodynamics that that kind of those kind of forces just a little itty bit can really can can really wreak havoc. So, you know, if you 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 rig them right, they'll run really fast. And these fish, it's a reaction strike. They don't have time to think, man. They just see that thing and they feel that vibration, that thud, and man, they just come right after it. Tell us a little bit about the colors uh, that uh, uh, this lure comes in because. Uh, you know, people were thinking, well, you know, I've got to have the the uh, the macro pattern and I've got to have this one. And then all of a sudden we're getting word, uh, especially down in Mexico, they're eating the heck out of orange. Now, who who the heck uh, trolls anything orange except maybe <laughs> for going Wahoo? But right now, this thing, no matter what the color is, is catching bluefin here. Yeah, I mean, we have some crazy colors, you know, and, and they, they tend to, you know, you, you look at them on the store shelf. And again, when you think about something that's moving that fast underwater, we know how good Tuna's eyesight is. But when that thing's vibrating back and forth at, at, at 12, 13 knots, it's really more about just a color like splash, if you know what I mean. So some of these wild and crazy colors that maybe here in this country we might shy away from, you know, um, are make, a, make up a a very interesting color palette, but we have really like very normal, like, like our silver green macro, which looks like just like a macro, but then we've got our crazy, like you said, the orange macro. Um, and then the coral trout, you know, there's all these different things. And quite honestly, um, I think we were talking the other day, John, it, it probably doesn't make too, too much difference. You know, I think you just follow some simple common sense rules, a time of day, you know, uh, cloud cover, time of year, and and you can pretty much dial in whatever you need. All right. Hey, Chris, uh, unfortunately, we've almost come to the end of the time that we've allotted for this interview. We haven't. I want to uh, get back maybe here in, in the next couple of weeks to not only talk about the distribution of, of the, the Mad Max and how that's going, but also other products that you have in the line, especially the flying fish, because it is unique. It is a product that you don't need the kite. You don't necessarily need the balloon to fish with. It's catching fish, too. Uh, we know out here in the West Coast, if you're a dealer, get a hold of Pacific Tackle out here because they are stocking those. In fact, I think they just increased their order with Nomad Lords. But if people want to find out more about the products that you have and, and really get oriented with them, uh, uh, Chris, where can they go to get more information? Well, we're real, very, you know, technology forward. So uh, we just uh, we just uh, completely redesigned our website. So uh, nomadtackle.com will have just about all your spec tables and, and everything that you need to, to know, uh, including um, our dealer locator. You know, I was trying to figure out, boy, what dealer do I mention there and not get another dealer mad? And I think it's probably a better idea just, you know, where to buy at the top of the tab on the website and, uh, Find your local guy that has them. And then we're very active on all the socials, you know, Facebook, Instagram. Um, just just look for Nomad and we're we're constantly. I mean, this is one great thing about this bait and this company is people just, they, we don't have to go make content. They just bring it to us. They're so excited about it. It's awesome. All right. And we're going to be in touch before. We're going to be in touch here a little bit later on because I got some trips. We're going to go out and see what we can do about putting some meat on the deck with those things. Let's yeah. have some fun. I'll get you some stuff, guys. Stan, we've all got uh, trips uh, coming on up. That's and I, I got a feeling what's nice about this lure is when our uh, sports fishing boats 
they're normally going from spot to spot at uh, at 10 knots, nine knots, whatever it is. And you can take it. If you, if you get permission from the skipper, you can actually troll this thing when the boat is uh, on the move. So, uh, it, it's a it's a great lure with a lot of the other lures that are available under the Nomad brand. And Chris, I want to thank you very much for being with us one more time. Give us the uh, the website address that people can go to 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 visit you and get more information. Absolutely, visit us at it's at uh, www.nomadtackles.com, um, and just Google us on not Google, just search us up on socials. We'll pop up there, but uh, we try to put as much info, tips and tricks, rigging. We have a lot of videos and stuff. Our YouTube channel is very content-rich, so a lot of answers in there. And, I, and, again, I really appreciate this. This has been really good, guys. Hey, thanks a lot for spending the time with us, Chris. We're going to get back with you because you've got a lot more products we need to know about out here. And, no, I just uh, got started, man. I yeah. just got started. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to go fast, John. That's too good. Uh, hey, guys, we're going to take a break right now. But coming up next, we're going to have Crispin Polly. He is the vice president of fishing for GSM. One of his responsibilities is Yamamoto Bates. And we, as we found out, they have made another acquisition to one of our old standard favorites here in the freshwater industry. So stay tuned. Chris will be with us after these messages. Turner's Outdoorsman, California's number one fishing, hunting, and shooting sports retailer, now has 28 locations. Turner's is your one-stop shop for fishing tackle, hunting gear, and everything for shooting sports. Turner's offers a full selection and unmatched prices on the gear you need. Whether you're planning a fishing trip with the family or chasing giant tuna, Turner's highly skilled staff will make sure you have the gear for your next adventure. Visit turners.com to find a Turner store near you and be sure to join the Turner's Discount Club to get weekly ads and specials right to your inbox. Turner's Outdoorsman, your one-stop shop for all your fishing needs. Since being established in 2015, CCA has achieved great success for the entire sport fishing industry in the fight for our right to fish here in California. 2021 brought us plenty of success, but every year brings new battles, and we need your help. One of the best ways to help support CCA Cal is to join us and become a member, because strength is certainly in our numbers. Become a member today by logging on to joincca.org. Membership starts at $35 per year, and that is one of the best ways to help us while you go fishing. Hey, bass fishermen. Who do you call for your bass boat insurance? Well, if you're not calling me at 1-800-BASS-BOAT, For your boat insurance, you're probably paying too much and may not have the coverage that you need. In 1974, I developed the Bass Boat Program that is what all the pros use today. The reason? No depreciation or any partial claim for your hull, your big motor, your trolling motor, or your electronics until your boat's 10 years old. That's right, you only pay $250 to get your boat on the water for any partial claim, and we still pay a stated value replacement cost for your boat if you have a total loss. We're the only people in the industry that does that, and that's why we are the choice of the pros. So if you want the best, forget the rest. Just call 1-800-BASS-BOAT. Call one 800 227 
888-800-7262 or just spell Bass Boat. 1-800-BASS-BOAT. I know there's too many letters, but the T is free and the call's on me. That's 1-800-BASS-BOAT, the choice of the pros for Bass Boat Insurance. For more information, log on to 1-800-BASSBOAT.com. Hi, this is Lori Heath. You may know me from some of the sports boats out of San Diego. I want to talk to you about something that's really close to my heart, the San Diego Blood Bank. Fishing for a way to make a difference in your community? Consider donating blood or making a financial donation to the San Diego Blood Bank. Your gift will impact medical research, revolutionize how we improve health and treat disease, and most importantly, give the gift of life. But we can't do it without you or without your help. Visit SanDiegoBloodBank.org to make an appointment or to give a financial donation today. It's the best way to give back. And just to let you know, I'm also a blood donor. The warm weather is here and our lakes and rivers are brimming. Just remember, if you love California and you love to boat, please wear your life jacket. And make sure everyone with you puts one on, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hi, Roland Martin here. I'd like to tell you a little about Gary Yamamoto and the Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait Company. It all started with an idea, then a dream, and in 1983, the Gary Yamamoto Custom Bait Company was formed. If you know Gary Yamamoto like I do, and I've known him since 1983, you know he has a passionate love for the sport of fishing. That love is only matched by his obsession to design and produce the highest quality soft plastic fishing lures on the market today. Every bait Gary makes is inspected by hand. Today, more than 2.5 million packages of bait are shipped worldwide. On behalf of Gary and his staff, he wants to thank his customers for thinking so highly of his products and wishing you the great success at the sport of fishing. Whether you fish for fun or fish the tournament circuits like I do, you'll honor Gary for making Gary Yamamoto custom baits a key part of your fishing experience. Take it from me, Roland Martin. When I'm in need of a go-to bait, my first choice is a Gary Yamamoto custom bait. Dan Vandenberg, Wendy Toshihara, and myself, we want to welcome you back to Rod and Reel Radio. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. You know, our next guest, man, this is a journey that we've been following for a, a little while. Uh, you just heard that segment for uh, Gary Yamamoto Bates. Uh, Gary Yamamoto Bates, they've kind of changed the name of the company to Yamamoto Bates. They've also changed the owners to GSM outdoors and we're scratching our head we're going you know this was not only one of the premium baits for us freshwater and saltwater fishermen out here uh we were wondering how would new owners affect the quality and the distribution of those lures well anglers arsenal is a dealer for yamamoto baits and i've got to tell you we just received our latest order of yamamoto baits and it was sent to us as expeditiously, and the fill rate was the best that I have seen. So I thought we invite this gentleman back because he works for GSM. He is the vice president of fishing operations for them. He is also maybe going to come up with some news with the latest acquisition that GSM Outdoors has made in the freshwater industry. It's Crispin Polly. Crispin, welcome to Rod and Real Radio. Thanks for having me back. It's my pleasure. Uh, it's a pleasure having you. You know, you know, Crispin, I think we kidded around when we first had you on to see if uh, you're ready to put a million miles 
on your airline my, a mileage card. And I think <laughs> well, from what I've seen, you've just about done it. Yes, sir. I've had a uh, I've had a busy spring for sure. We're we're working hard to uh, you know get uh, Yamamoto baits in, in the best place it can be from a production to a uh, distribution standpoint. Uh, you can't do that sitting at home. So I have uh, I've logged some miles this year. Oh man, I noticed that. But you know, before we get on to the baits, I I want to talk about one interesting. Uh, uh, location that you were at and you were up in the boundary company uh, uh country in uh michigan and you were up there catching fish and you were also uh banding fish up there you uh that's something that you know we don't you know we don't do really necessarily that much anymore here in the southern california area also they're in a u- unique position that bass fishing season doesn't start for them until maybe oh the middle or the end of june while we're fishing you know, 24-7 out here in the west and the southeast. So uh, tell us a little bit about the uniqueness of that trip that you were on. Yeah, I, I mean, I love to fish for smallmouth. Um, you know, coming from where I, I grew up on Kentucky Lake, on the Tennessee River, we've, we've always had some big smallmouth, and we've had some, you know, years or periods of time where the smallmouth fishing was really good. But quite honestly, if you've never experienced the Great Lakes, there's nothing like it. It's um, it is phenomenal. I've I've got a really good friend, Chris Chris Nossinger, that that guides up there. Uh, that is just as quality as it gets. And uh, we fished um, Traverse Bay one day, and then one of the inland lakes near there the next. And um, you know, your average bite is going to be three to five pounds. And it is just tons and tons of them. They grow big. They uh, they don't have near the fishing pressure, um, you know, that a lot of the – I mean, I've, I've had the pleasure of fishing all over California, and, you know, it gets a lot of pressure. And then the southeast where I grew up and where I live gets a lot of pressure. And, you know, because bass fishing is seasonal up there, um, you know, it's not quite as pressured at certain times. And – uh, we went there right when the bass season had actually opened, and, and man, it is just phenomenal. It is beautiful fisheries, healthy fisheries, and, uh, and just a, a lot of bass. Well, you know, you're fishing smallmouth, and let me ask you, you know, Yamamoto baits, uh, uh, people have had kind of the idea, well, yeah, they're good on largemouth, you know, because obviously Roland Martin is a big promoter of Yamamoto baits he's fishing down there in Florida and you know we've done some shows with uh, Roland and man he'll he'll always always recommend fishing with the Cinco and we're using that out here and in tournament guys are doing that but when it comes to smallmouth fishing is the Yamamoto bait in your your estimation as effective as it is with spots and and largemouth that uh, that we're used to fishing more out here in the west yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, I caught almost all my fish on a Yamamoto bait, um, on a shed-shaped worm, to be exact. And, um, you know, caught some on, on a four-inch Cinco. Um, it is a – I mean, you catch them on a, on a hula grub, you know. I mean, it's a lot of the same stuff, you know. Those smallies are eating, uh, you know, different things that you just kind of – find the, the right bait that kind of imitates it, be it a, 
you know, a, a, a hula grub for, you know, when they're eating crayfish, crawfish, or, you know, the shad shaped worm, if they're eating those little perch and the, you know, the, the native forage fish there. But yeah, I mean, you know, the thing about Yamamoto baits to me is the, the consistency in the product. Um, it's a real premium product. The colors are, are just right. And up there, especially when you're fishing for those smallmouth in that ultra clear water. And I, I mean, we caught several bed fish in 14 feet. Um, so it's pretty dang clear. Um, I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're so discerning because they're, they're so visual and, and you've got to have a bait that is just really second to none. And I feel confident we, that we've got that. And, and I would say my results, uh, would, would speak to that also. Well, you know, one of the things that you mentioned about Yamamoto baits, and it's it's really kind of an obvious one, is the the physical location of their facility in Page, Arizona. Not exactly one of the airline hubs or the freight hubs uh, uh, in the country. And uh, uh, one of the big problems that you said you were going to try to address, and I know you've been working on that hard. Obviously, you did a pretty good job because I've got to tell you, from the time we placed our order on a Monday morning to the time we got the lures here in stock, it was like a, a Thursday. Uh, I, I couldn't ask for better service from that. What are some of the things you've been doing when it comes to the distribution of product and getting more SKUs into the hands of dealers and literally into, into the tackle boxes of fishermen? Yeah, so that that is uh, something that we've really been focused on. You know, I I came to GSM about the same time, you know, that they acquired Yamamoto, and and that was a huge reason I came there. Uh, just always loved the the brand and loved the product, and I thought, you know, if we're gonna if we're gonna grow our fishing segment, that this was, you know, what a better brand to start it off with. And so I've spent a lot of time focused on you know distribution channels and how to become more efficient and how to basically just provide our customers with more product, you know, um, easier, faster, and, and, and more reliably. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to into a model where we're, we're net, you know, I say never, I, I, I certainly feel confident saying it, but, you know, our, our production is going to remain exactly where it is and exactly how it's always been, you know, um, there's a few things when you when you buy a successful company such as Yamamoto, uh, there's a few things you do and there's a few things you don't. And one of the things you don't is change what really works and change, you know, what makes that that brand unique and what has made it successful. And we're not going to do that. We're not going to, um, you know, we're not going to play with any of the secret sauce, so to speak, you know, of the formula and the 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 product but what we are going to do is you know it's one of the uh advantages of being a big company that owns 50 plus brands you know we're going to utilize some of our cross-channel synergies uh just to be able to ship faster and to be able to uh you know ship from from multiple locations versus trying to ship everything out of page arizona which as you said is not um exactly the most convenient place to get to or from um so, you you know, I think you're starting, you experience that personally. You're starting to see some uh, efficiencies that we found 
um, you know, I still to this day, some seven, eight months after I started this journey with GSM and Yamamoto, you know, I read the posts on Facebook and all the chat rooms and stuff. Well, you know, they've changed it. They've ruined it. They've done whatever. The fact is, all we've done is made it easier to get. You know, we, we've we brought back several um, products that had previously been discontinued, such as the, the cut tail worms and the, yes. the swim sinkos. Um, we've brought back some colors that had been discontinued. And we've literally made sure that we've got more inventory because, uh, you know, that's the difference in a, in a private ran entity and, and somebody like GSM. We have more working capital, so we can afford to have more inventory. So you have less shortages. And, you know, the, the name of the game is to build, uh, ship, and sell as many baits as you can. And that's what we're going to do. So, you know, we address a lot of the problems that you they run into with private ownership. You know, as a bass fisherman myself, and and I've been, I've got two, at least two, or maybe three Yamamoto jigs tied on every tournament I've ever been in. I think uh, <laughs> it's been a part of my life, and, and they made me a lot of money. By the way, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> the the fact that you didn't go in and, and throw the the baby out the window with the bathwater <laughs> is really a good thing. Because everything is so regional that the guys, you know, that they want that three-inch Cinco over here, and it's got to be a particular color. And then the guys out here in the West, they want the six- or seven-inch one because they, they're fishing for bigger fish and bigger poundments. And, and it, 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 it's important for a company because we've seen it over and over over the years where a company picks up a new entity and they – bring new guys in and all of a sudden everything has changed to, to the point where all these regional guys have nothing to fish anymore and their company goes south for the winter. So right. having you guys do continue to build the program and actually bring product back in that guys are going to be using because the finesse technique is like that cut tail worm get, is becoming more and more and more important when you watch the guys on, you know, Major league fishing, you know, these guys are out there and, and they used to hate to use a spinning rod <laughs> east, of, east of Texas or, or east of California, basically. But <laughs> that's, becoming, that's becoming more and more and more prevalent. And, and all my friends that are out there fishing you know that Dean Rojas was one that he goes, I'm not going to put a spinning rod on my deck. And now he's got five of them out there. <laughs> that's you right. Know, it, it, that's yeah. the the change, but you guys have continued to work with that. That's great. Yeah, we, we, you know, and, and I'm certainly not patting myself on the back, but I say this with a great confidence. Oh, go ahead. That, well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I mean this humbly. I really do, but, but I'm also, it's something I'm proud of. Um, you know, when, when GSM approached me for this role, they, they were looking for a angler, right? They, they weren't looking for somebody that was, you know, the, 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 the biggest point to them wasn't the highest, you know, business acumen. They needed somebody. They knew they were really good on one side of the business, right, which is the hunting side. Um, but they needed someone that, that really understood fishing from a vantage point of an angler and could tell you why Yamamoto had been so successful up to that point. And the truth of the matter is, you, you can't approach, you know, there's some big conglomerates that go out there and gobble up these 
these small privately owned companies. I've been part of that in my past, um, working for one of those companies that got gobbled up. Um, and one of the first time, one of the first things they seem to do often is go in there and go, okay, this one doesn't sell enough. We're cutting it. This one doesn't, you know, there's only three of this model, so we're going to just cut it. And they just try to streamline everything for the sake of efficiency, right? And the bottom line is, from an angler's perspective, I get that we only might make four colors of something, and a lot of people would just cut that out of the line. But those four colors are meaningful in certain areas, in certain regions, and certain times of the year. And there, there's more, you know, I mean, ultimately, I'm responsible, right, for delivering numbers. That's just like the people that worked for Gary before me were responsible for delivering numbers. Otherwise, the company, you know, it, it'll cease to exist because it can't take care of itself. But at the end of the day, I'm not looking at it 1,000% from a numbers perspective. There's there's some other, you know, outlying factors that really dictate the decisions you make from an angler standpoint. And I hope that's what I'll always bring to this brand. You know, I'm I'm not so business-oriented that I don't, you know, I don't see it from an angler's perspective. And I'm not, also not so arrogant to think that I know everything. And I, I really reach out and rely on our pros. You know, I, I talk to, to the Brent Aylers. I talk to the Brett Heights. I talk to the Cody Myers. They spend more time fishing out west than I do. You know, tell me why this is popular. Or, you know, give me a reason why we should bring this back or whatever. And that's what we're, we're just always going to do what's best for the brand. And if you do that the right way and do it long enough and consistently, I think that'll carry over into to it working out on the business side. Well, that's Chris, a great Chris. part of what you're doing. You know, Brent and you know, Cody Myers and Johnny Murray, even he's from the West and, yeah. and from here. I love Johnny. He's, a, yeah, he's I, one of the, he's I mean, one of the old greatest. friends. I, I, I love John Murray to death. I'll vote for that. You can tell him I said hi and tell him you talk to him, uh, to talk to us out here. But he, the, these guys grew up fishing the Yamamoto baits. And, you know, Johnny and I go back to, I was a, actually ahead of Johnny. So, um, but we're good friends fishing against and around each other for years. And, and, and we still are, he's a client, a friend now, even we talk fairly often. But the fact that these guys know, hey, the value of this bait, it means a lot to me because I use it all the time. You know, Brent Ayler is just talent coming out of his ears, and, and I know he's got all kinds of tools in his box. But when you start talking, hey, I need, you know, like the single tail 150 grub, hula grub with the skirt on it. Well, I don't even know right. if you're making that anymore, but... If the fact that you're listening to the guy that says that is pretty phenomenal, and listening to the guys you're talking to, if you, the people that are out there listening, these are guys on the the uh, major league fishing tour. That's the elite of the elite, and um, sure, they're they're the best in our nation, and they're using this product, and they depend on it because they're making loads of money if they win. Well, Crispin, I think you can tell that. We here at Ron Real Radio are are very much involved with the Yamamoto Bait Company, both emotionally and financially. You know, Wendy Toshara has represented Yamamoto and Turners, and is a, in part responsible for the great distribution that they've had of the part. Stan, as you can tell, 
has been tournament fishing uh, for a long time, and uh, a lot of the accolades that he can take for his success are due to Yamamoto. And yeah. here at uh, the shop that we have uh, at Angler's Arsenal, I've got a wall that's well over 40 feet long with nothing but uh, green Yamamoto packages on it. And I, it keeps on growing and growing and growing. And so we are happy to see that you know, Yamamoto is not a brand that has been gobbled up by someone just to go somewhere and die, as you mentioned, as we see with a lot of small companies when they're gobbled up. But actually, and I've seen this through our, our first order, that our second order, I should say, the, set, the, the uh, fill rate was incredible. And the number of items that we reordered again that we thought that were being discontinued now are sitting on our pegs and customers are coming in to buy them. So I know it's been a monumental job on your part, but, uh, you know, thank you for making those products more available, not only to us as dealers, but also getting them into the hands of fishermen like Stan that thought that maybe he had lost a valuable tool in his arsenal. Well, I appreciate that, and thank you. I mean, we, you know, we can build all the baits we want to, but if we don't have great retailers out there, you know, who stock the right products in the right place and make them available to anglers, I mean, we're just building baits for the heck of it. And, you know, I I, I just, this is a fun, fun brand. There, there's just so much fun around it, and, I, I love every minute of it, and and you know one of the things I do want to touch on real quick while we're kind of sort of in this in this realm is, you know we've got you know we've got Brett Height, we've got Brent Ayler, we've got Cody, we've got Roy Hawk, we've got uh, Ty Al, you know we've got Jared Edwards, we've got we've got a bunch of high profile really good anglers from the West, right? That we know I, I know personally. I mean I knew Gary you know, for 20 years ago, I met him. Um, I know where this, where, where this thing was born and where it was bred and where it, you know, came from. And, and we're not going to forget that. I mean, you know, one of the things I love to tell people, the exact same people that were making those baits in the exact same building using the exact same recipes, you know, three years ago are the exact same people building them today. And and you know what they they've done it right and we're but why would you mess with that you know all I aim to do is to um, really add some innovation to the brand and to make it <coughs> excuse me to make it more accessible well that's that's it you know Chris you, know, you said that the brand is fun and one of the fun <laughs> things about a brand is winning. And as Stan has he found out, and, yeah, <laughs> and and uh, Wendy has found out, and ourselves and and all of our customer base, when you're using a Yamamoto product, you're winning. Uh, you're taking your kids out fishing, and they catch their first fish, and they can do something really easily by fishing a Yamamoto bait. They're winning. If you're out with your significant other who's not a fisherman and you let them drag a Cinco in the back of the boat while you're in front chugging the water and flipping and they're catching fish while you're not, that's winning. And that's what makes the brand so fun. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, the brand wouldn't be what it is, and it wouldn't have lasted as long as it has, wouldn't have the following it has if it wasn't producing winning products. And, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Back in, you know, my younger days, I supplemented my – I made a little run there where I, I made all my living in a bass boat. You know, I, I fished tournaments and guided and so forth. And, I mean, the Cinco was – was my best friend as a guy. And, and, and I've caught, you know, I caught my first ever smallmouth bass on a Gary Yamamoto double tail hula grub. I, I've got a, a ton of confidence in the product, as do, you know, you guys and anybody else that spent any time, you know, throwing it around. And I mean, that's, that's something that we have the honor of stewarding going forward is a product line that, that, just enables you to create positive memories, whether it be a tournament win or, you know, an incredible day on the lake with your friends or family, you know, at the end of the day, if, if we're not helping people achieve that, we are not fulfilling our goal. And, and I think that's been the goal, you know, when Gary started the brand and as products have been developed over the years, and we certainly don't intend to change that in any way. Hey, guys, we've got to take a break right now, Stan and Wendy and, and Crispin. Crispin, can can I ask you to stay with us a little bit longer? I, I know that, again, you're in another part of the country and it's getting late, but there are a ton of questions. We've gotten way behind asking you and getting some of the information <laughs> we want just because we're having fun here. <laughs> so can yeah, I get no, you to stay I'll, with I'll us a little with bit you. later? It's my honor to. All right. Hey, we're speaking with Crispin Pauly. He is the vice president of fishing for GSM Outdoors. His current responsibility is the Yamamoto Bait Company. There is another acquisition that I hope we can talk about that uh, GSM has just made. And there is something special happening at Yamamoto that Crispin promised us that maybe he can give us a little bit of detail on. So stay tuned. There's still a lot more Ron Radio to come. But first, these commercial messages. Hi, this is Jim Trelikas. Whether you're an avid angler or custom rod builder like me, you need to team up with the leading innovator in rod building related products, Batson Enterprises. From rain shadow rod blanks, engineered by anglers for anglers, to quality rod components supplied by Alps and Forecast, Batson Enterprises will enhance the quality of your fishing and rod building experience. Batson Enterprises for many years has excelled in incorporating rod building technologies and techniques into every product sold. Owner Bill Batson has assembled one of the finest group of in-house professionals to assist you with your every rod building question or need. So take it from me, Jim Trelikas, when my customer's expectation is for me to build them the finest fishing rod their money can buy, I turn to Batson Enterprises for the best rod components my money can buy. Hi, this is John, and I'd like to invite you to the new Angler's Arsenal location in Lakeside, California. We put together a staff of experts that'll help you find the tackle and gear you need at a price you can afford. We carry all major brands, and if you need custom work done, we can do that for you with both rods and reels. How about servicing your old equipment? No problem. We can do it quickly, 
easily at a price you can afford. We also do custom hand-poured plastics through Western Plastics. Design the lure of your dreams and catch the fish that have been getting away. So come and visit us in Lakeside. We're at 12255 Woodside Avenue. Or you can visit us at anglersarsenal.com. If you need to call us, we're at 619-466-8355. See you there. Every serious angler knows that a quality hook is an important part of their arsenal. Gamakatsu hooks are made from high-grade carbon steel, specially heat-treated to make them light and extra strong, but not brittle. Gamakatsu ring hooks are made with a one-piece ring, no welds, no weak spots, a very smooth-moving ring. Gamakatsu offers a huge variety of hooks for all types of fishing. Live bait hooks, both light and heavy-duty, to four extra strong. Circle hooks, tuna hooks, ring hooks, tuna doubles, and many more. Don't waste your next fishing trip on a cheap hook. Get Gamakatsu hooks at your favorite tackle store now. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose bait, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Are you looking for a quality fishing experience out of Cabo San Lucas for you, your family, and friends, but are a little set back with what charter company to choose? We urge you to use American and family-owned Lands and Charters. Lands and Charters offers their passengers affordable and all-inclusive services on a variety of vessels and trips. Fish with the latest of fishing gear while experiencing the hospitality of a long-time-owned family business. Go to LensandCharters.com to see all of their vessels and amenities available. Call Cobble Greg or Jenny at 800-281-5778 when you're ready for an action-packed Cabo fishing experience. Hey everybody, this is a message for our listeners from a new Baja Magic Lodge at Cedros Island. Cedros Outdoor Adventures wants to make your dream of fishing Cedros Island a reality. Want to go after giant calicos or yellowtail with the best Cedros Island fishing organization, but you just don't know who to contact? Then give Cedros Outdoor Adventures a call at 619-793-5419, or even better yet, log on to their informative website at cedrosoutdooradventures.com. There you can visit their trip calendar and schedule a trip that's convenient for you. Once again, the phone number is 619-793-5419, or their website of cedrosoutdooradventures.com. Hey, Stan, Wendy, and I, we want to welcome you back to Rod Real Radio. Boy, the second hour of Rod Real Radio is going by in a hurry, and, and we're hardly even scratching the surface with our special guest here, Crispin Pauly from uh, GSM Outdoors, talking about Yamamoto. There's a few other things that we uh, need to talk about. Uh, we have a question, though, that our our host, uh, Wendy Toshihar, would like to ask Crispin. Wendy, take it away, will you? Hi, Crispin. How are you, I Wendy? Wanna, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I'm wondering if there are any new old baits that you're going to bring back that you haven't already brought back and any new old colors or any new colors that you're going to be bringing back. Yep, that, that is a question I get asked a lot, actually. And, you know, I mean, I, I don't mind saying it. I spent most of my uh, career in the tackle industry with Strike King. And since coming over here, I can tell you, I, I have never experienced. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm getting, uh, 
that's a choke, so I muted my phone for a second. Um, I've never experienced people as as adamant about a particular bait style or color ever in my life as I have since making the, the switch <laughs> over to Yamamoto. And so I get asked a very similar question a lot, Wendy. And what I would tell you is that um, we we talked about this. I've done several Facebook Lives, you know, where I basically go on there and just kind of lay myself out there in front of the masses to be, you know, to be hammered or whatever, you know, just kind of <laughs> bear it all and give people an opportunity to ask questions. One of the things, um, one of the things that we've discussed doing is maybe a, a bait or color of the month, right? Like a, a retro bait style that's no longer in production or, a, you know, an old color that's no longer being made and, and make that available. You know, maybe it's monthly, maybe it's quarterly or whatever, but you know, at the end of the day, we we want to we want to offer that stuff to our anglers that want it. And the hard part, though, as you might imagine, you know, there's been so many baits and so many colors over the years. Um, it, it's you know, there's there's three people that you know this color is the best color ever made, but then <laughs> you know the next four people go, no, 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 this color is the best color. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's hard to identify that that one at a time maybe but we're certainly all ears if somebody's got a a way you know that that makes sense we would love to do that so, so the I, answer is yes go the ahead rest of the answer is I'm, I'm not sure how so so um when um gary owned yamamoto baits he would um actually let the dealers um buy a certain amount if they wanted a special color do you guys still do yep, that we still do that Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah, Kristen, yeah that's, that's such a huge part of this brand is right. Is, you know, I mean, obviously we, we shortened the name to Yamamoto Bates for, for obvious reasons. Right. But right. I've not, I've not forgotten that this was Gary Yamamoto custom bait. And I want to remain as close and as true to that custom part as we possibly can. So you know, we're we're not going to take that option away for a dealer to be able to order a quantity of baits in, you know, their own color or an old color or whatever that is. So you know, are you going to be able to, to we, I think we asked, the, I asked the question before, are you going to b- bring out the uh, single tail hula grub in like 150 and 187 that were used in the West a ton, but, you know, they quit making that. I, I bought yeah, every I mean, around it. Yeah, I, I mean, we can certainly do that. Here, here's all I would tell you. As long as we still have the mold, right? That's kind of my, it's kind of a default answer I have because as long as we have That's the mold, yeah, we can we can run any of that. And you know what? I mean, why don't uh, why don't we, I mean, my, my, my crew and Paige is probably going to hate me for this, but, you know, <laughs> why don't we do that? Why don't we just go ahead and I'll just tell you, we, you know, we've got, um, let me check in the morning first thing and make sure I, we can put our hands on it. But if we can, that'll be the first thing we'll do. We'll run that single tail hula grub and run it in, you know, maybe six good old colors and maybe a couple of the inline colors that are, you know, popular. And let's let's get the ball rolling there. You know, Crispin, when we first had you on, you uh, 
there was a lot of things you were telling us that was going to happen and not happen with Yamamoto. And I've got to tell you, with the hard work of you and GSM, you are making it happen. Now, one of the most outlandish things that you talked about was also getting ready to see new Yamamoto baits on the market. And can you give us a little preview? Because you guys have been teasing us with just that thing. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, so obviously, you know, in the fishing industry, from a manufacturer's standpoint, uh, the most important show of the year is ICAST, right? And and we're roughly a month away from ICAST. And we have worked feverishly to make some, hit some deadlines and, and get, you know, go through the development process on product and let our pros test it all out and make revisions and get packaging and marketing materials in place. So you're going to see a giant new product launch from Yamamoto uh, in mid-July, so about a month out. And I'm talking about some stuff. There's a couple baits in there that I am so excited about how they turned out. Uh, there's some stuff in there that you're going to look at it and go, oh, yeah, that makes a ton of sense. That's a no-brainer. There's one or two in there that I think you may scratch your head at first, and then I think you're probably going to go, yeah, I've got to I've got to get a bunch of those in the boat. Um <laughs> But we are, as you may be kind of indicating, we've been running a little bit of some tease material uh, on our social media for the last couple weeks. We're debuting a brand-new bait on the 15th, which is, I don't even know what today is. Uh, today is the 12th, right? So yep. Wednesday of this week. <coughs> Excuse Whoa. me. Wednesday of this week, we are debuting a brand-new product. And it is one that our pros have been throwing. We've been making them for them for a couple months now. Um, it's a all-new plastic formulation that is awesome. It is precisely what this bait needs to be made from. It's not a, you know, hey, let's take this bait and pour it in what we already make it in. Um, but what I'm going to tell you is, it, it flat gets bit. I mean, it is so good. I caught a ton of fish on it in Michigan last week or week before. Like I said, time's running together. I just I live at the airport and get my mail at the house. But <laughs> you guys uh, out west, it is going to be such a player. Well, you and know, Kristen, I, I, I wish I could tell you more, but I've had so many people that I've told them you've got to wait till the fifteenth. It wouldn't be fair to them. But I will tell you that you're going to love it out west. Well, Crispin, you're got, you you're making a believe. Yamamoto has made a believer out of us, especially, you know, the world wasn't 100 percent behind the Cinco when we first saw it. To tell you the truth, and, <laughs> right. and now it has made believers out of all of us. So we think that if it has the Yamamoto brand on it, it's going to be a winner for sure. Hey. Listen, let's go on to something else because we've got just a few minutes left. You know, you also said, don't be surprised if you hear more from GSM when it comes to other companies that are becoming aboard in, uh, when in the freshwater market. And can we talk about the latest acquisition that GSM has made that maybe fishermen might be surprised but very much pleased that you've done? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're we're we. I'd, I'd love to talk about it. Well, 
go. This is uh, this okay. is your time. Well, so, you know, kind of staying true to the same philosophy that that made you know the Yamamoto brand a, a smart play for us entering uh, the fishing segment with GSM. Um, the exact same values hold true with the, our second acquisition, which was Bill Lewis. Um, most everyone knows Bill Lewis from the the fame, you know, the the famous bait, the rattle trap, right? And I mean, one of the coolest things about the position I'm in today is we've got two baits that are iconic in our portfolio. One being the Cinco, arguably the most knocked off, copied bait in in soft baits in the last half century. The other being the rattle trap, which the same could be said for it in hard bait. And they're, they're both the original. They're both the standard by which all others are measured. And uh, they're both just fantastic brands that have given anglers just countless, you know, memories and opportunities and, and catches of a lifetime and experiences. And, and much like Yamamoto, we are going to take and apply our development, you know, resources and, and our um, ways to innovate and design new products to the Bill Lewis brand. And I think the sky's the limit for it. I think I think they've come out with some wonderful products in the last couple years with their, you know, the 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 MDJ stuff. The Mark Daniels, another West Coast guy. Uh, you know, now I think uh, Mark lives in Alabama now, but he's a, you know, he's a West Coast guy that has, has really done done well for himself on the pro fishing circuit. And, um, you know, they he, he has just really worked hand-in-hand with Bill Lewis designing, you know, the MR6, the MR12, uh, the SB57 square bill, just some really quality base. And I think they're just scratched the surface of what we're going to do there. If you had to pick two colors – across America of a rattle trap that caught every fish coast to coast, chrome and black back and chrome and blue back were thrown in every lake in every state. Absolutely. Chrome blue, uh, steel, RT25. Uh, I mean, I know exactly already know the, the item number for it because it's the number <laughs> one seller always has been, probably always will be. Um, I mean, first the, the first number I learned at Yamamoto was 9-10-297. I mean, <laughs> that's a green pumpkin five-inch Cinco, right? Like, you better know yep. that one. And the, yep. blue, and, the, and the chrome blue rattle trap is the same way. Um, you know, I, I grew up on a fishery on Kentucky Lake that, you know, in, in the spring and in the fall especially, you better have a trap tied on. And, and I yep. mean, I remember when, when you know, Cloudy days, you threw that gold trap, and sunny days, you threw that chrome trap, and uh, you know there was times where you threw the bone trap or a crawfish trap, and I mean I can't tell you how many you know thousands of fish in my life I've caught on a rattle trap. So uh, this one is also just a lot of fun. It's a great brand with a great history, and and I really feel like there's a lot of runway out there for Bill Lewis for us to really take it to another level. Well, Chris, well, can you been, oh, go on, Stan? Uh, no, it's been it's been such a 
successful bait. And like you're saying, everybody has come into the, the program to copy or try to copy that to make something that would work as well. That is a statement alone that the success of that bait, and I mean, it, it has paid off for me more, more than I can even tell you. Well, but, well, Crispin, with the work that you did at Striking and working with the pros that you did and the amount of success that Striking has had with their hard baits and the lines that they had, you must have been happier than a pig with its feet in the trough when you heard that uh, Bill Lewis brand was coming aboard with uh, uh, GSM Outdoors. Oh, absolutely. I, I uh, you know, and I, I, I make no bones about it. I am a, um, by nature, I'm, I'm a cranker. I, I grew up ledge fishing on Kentucky Lake. I love to throw crankbaits and, um, I, I am super excited about what we've got in store with the Bill Lewis brand because, like I said, it's got such a a solid foundation and it's a wonderful platform to build off of. Um, we 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 managed to to keep Wes Higgins in the deal, who was president of the brand for like seventeen years. Wow! So, you know, much like we kept you know Danny over at Page, right? That's that's been there forever and knows every little intricacy of every product in Yamamoto's past and present and future, quite honestly, uh, we did the same thing at Bill Lewis. You know, we're, we're not intending to lose identity or change what works. So, you know, I, I, those two brands are so comparable, right. In terms of history, in terms of, you know, you know, how many people, every stick bait's called a Cinco and every lipless bait's called a trap. You know what I mean, and and we we've got both of those, and that's that's super cool to me. Wow. Well, Crispin, you know our time is just about come on up here with you. Uh, I can't thank you enough for you know kind of laying it out to our listening audience and and letting us have at you a little bit because of our emotional attachment and our financial attachment with Yamamoto brand and now with the Bill Lewis brand. Uh, if you will, can we check in with you from time to time to see how things are progressing? And or we ask you, if there is something coming on up that you would like to let us know about that's happening with Yamamoto or Bill Lewis, or maybe as the GSM uh, family expands more into the freshwater scene, uh, let us know about it. And man, we'd like to talk about it because this is exciting stuff for us. It's an exciting time, and we really think and hope that GSM is is going to build these brands even bigger and better than they have been. And unfortunately, you know, a couple of years ago, that was a motto of, uh, of someone that has actually not lived up to it. But I think GSM is on, on the front of doing some really big things. Well, I, I appreciate that, and, and I... I hope to just continue to, to give you confidence that, you know, I, I've had the good fortune of working for a wonderful company and learning how to do things right. And, you know, by being in the industry for a long time as um, on the on the angling side as well as on kind of the business side, I've seen a lot of ways to do it wrong. And I can tell you that our plan is really solid. And, and you know, we've got a good recipe. And what I would like to ask you is let's, 
you know, let's get something lined out. Let's do this again sometime right after ICAST. Sure and, enough. And uh, I'd love to take you through the new products, and I'll give you another little sneak peek of information. Um, there'll be two more brands to talk about then that we'll have, <laughs> um, unless something goes terribly awry that doesn't look like it will. But, um, you know, if we could get together after ICAST, I'd love to tell you guys, you know, in great detail about the new Yamamoto products as well as, uh, you know, what we're debuting for Bill Lewis as well as uh, two new companies that are going to come into our portfolio under under GSM Outdoors. Well, hey, our special guest this hour has been Chris Benpali. He's with GSM Outdoors, and he is proving to us that he is not letting any moss grow on his north side when it comes to getting GSM involved in the fresh water market out here. And Crispin, we're going to take you up after the ICAST show, invite you to come on back. And if you can take a breather and if you got time for us, we'd love to have you on and talk about the new products that are going to be available. Thank you for at least educating us because I think Stan, Wendy, and I, we learned some things tonight and we're hoping our listening audience did too. Nope, thank you, and, and I've always got time for you guys. I appreciate what you do for us. You've got to get out here, and we're going to have lunch. <laughs> Done. You no, don't Chris, have to put my arm to get me out there. Hey, get on out here in the next couple of weeks, and we'll take you on and to pull on some of these big bluefin out here. There we and, go. <laughs> and I know you'll want to come up with a lure for that. <laughs> Chris, no, thank you. Lot. That's the last thing I need to be trying to develop bluefin lures now. (laughs) All right. Hey, guys, that's it for tonight. We want to thank Otto and the AM540 Studios for keeping us all together here. Ben Harvey, our local producer. Thanks, Stan and Wendy, too, for their contributions tonight. Great show, guys. And always in memory of Big Tuna Bill and Eddie McHugh, who kept and started this show going, and Mr. Paul Leader from Elkhorn Ford that kept us on the air. Good night, everyone. Go out there and get out fishing because someone's catching your fish, and if they aren't, they're getting away. We'll see you next Sunday night with another live edition of Rod and Reel Radio starting at 5.05 p.m. here on AM540. And if you missed any of Rod and Reel Radio, check our archive page at rodandreelradio.com. So until then, good night, everyone. Have a great week. You ain't got no ambition. No convincing. Gone fishing. Got your hound dog by your side. That's old Cindy Lou going with me. Gone fishing.